It's listening. I think it's listening. Here. Um. Yep. There we go. There we go. Yeah. All right. Now it's out of program. Go live. to another episode of Cruising the Planet. This week we are joined just by... Yo, I'm Jake. Jake Rudisale. One of the originals, one of the boys. One the man, my, the myth, the legend. One of my favorites. I don't know about all that. I'm kidding. Of course. So, Jake, what do you like to do in your free time? Uh, listen to music, play video games, just... Oh, you're a gamer. Yeah, I'm a gamer. I wouldn't have known that from our previous couple episodes where we talked expressly about video games. And how great they are. And how great they are. But this time, as you've seen all the ads on YouTube and such, um, Valorant. Yeah? It's a first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. And it's my current obsession. All right. I play on PC. That's, uh, I think, known. I don't think that gets me in trouble for saying I play on computers. I don't know. Is that controversial still? Uh, not really, no. I think... I, right, cool. I think... Uh, Just trying to offend the least amount of people for the podcast. I think that piece, being a PC gamer is becoming a lot more mainstream nowadays. It's not elitist, right? Yeah, I mean, it's always going to be elitist just because ah, it takes... No, all right. Uh, it, it, you have to, like, you have to go into the process of, like, building a PC. So, like, no matter what, like, it's going to be... Until... Until they make it to where, like, you can buy a pre-built at the same price you can building it, which is never going to happen because the labor costs. Right. Um, it'll always be an elitist hobby because you, like, work really hard to buy the, all these pieces and then put it together. Yeah. And then, um, like, it's ultimately just a better machine than consoles are, like, yep. just on a hard, like, a hardware level. Well, so. you, get, you get to pick exactly what you want. Yeah, getting a generalist tool. Yeah, like with a consoles are really good for people who are incredibly like just casual at games. Yeah. But if you want to get like really serious into it, like PC, no doubt, you'd yeah. only ever get a console for like exclusives. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. And on that note, mm -hmm. Valorant's PC exclusive for now. I'm assuming I, I don't know. See, it's a riot game. It's so a riot game. I so it's probably just going to sit on PC. Uh, to those who don't know, Valorant is one of the most recent games created by Riot, the people who make League of Legends. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, I guess, CSGO-inspired. Basically, two groups of five. You purchase your guns and abilities at the beginning of the round. You then shoot out to uh, seek and destroy uh, a bomb that is planted by the opponent team. Yeah. Or you can just completely annihilate the other group. Like, you just shoot all the other so, yeah, it's just it's just a... Very, bomb, bomb very standard bomb defusal tactical shooter. Mm -hmm. uh, very fast paced. Has something very common to the game that you've been playing in the fact that it has a very, very high risk reward, very short time to kill. Yeah. TF2. Well, I haven't been playing TF2, so to say. I've been playing Team Fortress 2 Classic, mm. which is a mod that was developed from Team Fortress 2 that basically takes the like all of the old kind of mechanics yeah, from so like when the game started. Um, so damage values are a lot, honestly, a lot less balanced in a way, mm -hmm. but uh, they have included 
kind of you're new. still playing Team Fortress 2 though, yes. yeah you're effectively okay. playing Team Fortress 2 but in my opinion it's a lot better because they cut a lot of the fat that permeates within regular t- Team Fortress 2 like they've made it a point to never add cosmetics mm. and that is uh, to some people that might be a bad thing I think that is an exceptionally good thing because I think that cosmetics in Team Fortress 2 ultimately ruined the game oh yeah the reason why I believe cosmetics ruined Team Fortress yeah, let's, let's talk about skins the reason why I think cosmetics ultimately destroyed Team Fortress 2 as a whole is because um, a lot of reasons. The big one is that Valve realized that, hey, like we don't really need to make new updates for this game anymore. We can't like, we don't need to like officially kill off Team Fortress 2. We can just keep releasing new hats that the community made, and we'll keep making a like a constant profit off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but it, um, hats and like items and. Especially stuff that has like weird, unique particle effects, yeah. really bog the game down in per- terms of performance. Like specialty things, yeah, it, like stuff that doesn't really matter, and you can't disable because that person earned it, mm-hmm. you know, through a random chance gamble. Um, they earned it, so we all have to suffer reduced frame rates because this obnoxious dude with these really, honestly, kind of gaudy, ugly-looking like hats and clothes. Yeah. And they paint them all like weird colors. All that bogs the game down, mm-hmm. and it turned it honestly turned Team Fortress Two into a very slow running like pseudo cryptocurrency thing. And a lot of the people, yeah, the trading economy. Yeah, the trade. I I have never been a fan of TF2's trading economy. I laughed whenever that glitch that caused like everyone the to get the entire downfall of the whole system. Yeah, it, like caused everyone to get like a like an unusual from a box. I thought like I wasn't involved in that. Like I was a bit late to the party on that one, but yeah. I was so happy it happened that it just crashed. The yeah, market. because like the market itself has always been a huge detriment to the game in my opinion. And the reason why Team Fortress 2 Classic is great is because the developers of it have made a point to never add cosmetics. Mm-hmm. They're never going to add a level of like weird micro trading yeah. into it like Whenever, like, there's a new update mm-hmm. and they release a new weapon or item, yeah, it's going to be for everyone. Everyone gets it immediately. Oh, yes, um, and it's really cool because it. Okay, so it's very competitive and balanced in the fact that everyone gets to choose. Yeah. From the same selection, there's no inventory to manage. Yes, there's no inventory to manage. It's you just should. skill-based gameplay. Um, I would say I would say to that degree, yes. But there is also the angle of it is relatively unbalanced because it uses old damage values okay. from Team Fortress Two before several balances, which, yeah. in my opinion, is also a good thing because I don't I don't like Team Fortress Two as a competitive game. Oh, I enjoy it very much as a casual game where I go in goofy randos. Yeah, I mean not even just goofy randos, just like a random just class shooter that's yeah. not necessarily balanced all that well, but has heart and character, mm-hmm. and is just enjoyable and fun to play. And so I'm perfectly fine with having the pyro be much more overpowered than all the other classes, so long as it's fun to play. And so you're not worried about the sweaty toxicity that comes from a bunch of people taking a moment incredibly seriously. Not necessarily. I do like a little toxicity in my games personally, but that's mm. just like. It's just well, you might really enjoy some of the randoms that I have been recently dealing with in Valorant. Yeah. Currently, uh, there's a gun called the Sheriff. Okay. It's a six shooter pistol that is very slow to fire. You can fire like four rounds a second in it. Very okay. slow, 
compared to every other rifle or like the AK quote unquote okay. in the comparison to the game. There's a full on like Gatlin machine gun that All you right. can purchase. So very slow. However, every bullet has a lethal potential because uh, it's segmented, similar to co- what Call of Duty likes to do, where legs are a certain amount of damage, bodies a certain amount of damage, yeah. heads a certain amount of damage. And it takes the TF2 health approach of you have 100 health. Different classes don't have different amounts of health, but you're allowed to purchase different amounts of armor. Yeah. So you have 100 starting health. You can purchase 25 armor or 50 armor. Okay. So you can have up to 150 health, basically. Mm-hmm. Right? There's right. a couple of guns that deal with armor penetration, which is all about getting through someone's armor, so you're really playing a different kind of bullet game there. What I want to do is just click on heads. Because yeah. with the Sheriff, at 0 to 30 meters is 150 damage no matter what if you get him in the brain. Yeah. And so I've been trying, I've been on a personal journey to improve my accuracy, improve my game. As such, it's forced me to learn how to peek, how to use my abilities properly, how to communicate with the team, read the map, read how different things are going on, know how my opponents are. It's made me a more, it's made me a better gamer. Uh, it's it's made me more skilled. Uh, but what it has done is have moments where I'm awful, god awful, I'm horrible, I'm worse than vinegar, and I just end up turning a corner, dying immediately, throwing off the whole match, and then dealing with the ire. Of every salty person that is in my lobby, it is with a riot all my game. randos. It is a riot game, though. So, and so that's kind of par- that's the thing. It's kind of par for the course for toxicity. And, yeah, I mean, it is the League of Legends, people. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is fair. And when communication is a part of the game, there is some diff- there is some uh, some strange some weirdness going on. Mm-hmm. It is it forces you to work with each other. Yeah. So I think it kind of immediately curbs the people who like want to snowball a match because at any moment because it's so because you can deal so much damage with just one single bullet yes. in the game similar to how like a scout can just upset a whole match in TF2 or a soldier is able to just roam through mid yeah. and like throw the whole fight off yeah. when you had a, this corner locked down because it has such a short time to kill and the damage values mean something mm-hmm. um, and there's like very little healing I feel that it curbs that snowballing that yeah. uh, Riot gamers are used to. Mm-hmm. Like in League of Legends, the whole idea is to become this overpowered godlike being who just rolls through the map, clearing out anyone in your way. Okay. With with Valorant, it's completely different. Turn on a dime at any moment. If you peek the wrong cor- if you peek a corner and they're not paying attention, you just line them up. You move and then you move through, and you've you've ruined the entire team's plan. Now they have to defend two faces. Now they're dealing with all these other things. Mm-hmm. I feel like it cuts a lot of that toxicity. But also, from what you can tell me about your experience, I think a shooter is going to always have that level of toxicity. Right? Yeah, which, like I said, I actually really like toxicity in games, talk, personally. Talk to me about it. Um, my whole kind of idea of... To- like, this is a... This is sort of like my mindset with everyone in general, is I'm a I'm a kind of, I'm the kind of person to where if I see that you're toxic on the surface, mm-hmm. I know like I know your full hand. I know like mm. the extent of how bad you can be. Yeah. I don't really have a trust for people who are like never toxic. Oh. Just just because it's like, well, like no one is necessary no one's perfect. Right. And you kind of hiding that from me in like a very casual setting like this makes mm-hmm. me think like, okay, like, what are you hiding? Oh. What what demons do you have? Because you've experienced the bottom of society yeah. through 4chan, mm-hmm. you know that there is inherently evil in men. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so you expect everyone to show a little bit of that evil. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, so I, um, 
yeah, it's like I can't. I have this tendency to just not trust people who are very like, like just never negative and always positive. Uh-huh. Like, there's some people who are like, well, Jake, always positive, but like they have like a negative side that I've seen. Uh-huh. And those people I can trust because I I've seen that personally. I'm curious. I'm curious now. Walk me through some some like pseudo examples. Like, uh, what do you mean? If you mind. Uh, just like what, like build out this little fake character, this this person that we can like look out for. Well, most of the time they're like they're the kind of people on Twitter who are always like posting like nothing but like positivity and like kind of wholesome memes and mm-hmm. like there's never really an instance of them lashing out at someone or yeah. like getting upset over something that's happening in the news. Yeah, um, there's like they're always. Happy and they're always positive uh-huh. um, because a lot of the times, whenever I meet someone who is like that, um, they always turn out to do some like just do something that's really reprehensible, and mm-hmm. it's almost like a curtain to hide like mm. what their like what their real intent is. I see what you're on. You about. know, I have to look up a term now because I believe it applies. But keep going. Um, yeah, that's basically it. That's kind of why I, I gravitate more towards people who are, like, excessively toxic. And when you say excessively toxic, not to the point where it's detrimental? I mean, yeah, not really. Um, but at the same time, like, I mean, my level of, like, my level of toxicity I can handle is much higher than, like, what most people can handle. So, to some other people, but that level of toxicity may be detrimental to them. But to me, um, personally, it's not. Um, yeah. That's sort of uh, that's sort of all I have to say on that, really. Well, I can't find the name of it, but there was a specific thing I wanted to reference. Uh, basically, a psychological term that for every good deed a, a human does, they slowly build up in the back of their mind a idea that I know what you're talking. They're about. allowed and evil. It's like it's like karmic credit. Yeah, karma. Basically, yeah. like using karma, not understanding karma. Yeah, it's 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 viewing karma as a form of currency. Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I've done all these goods. You owe me this bad. Yeah. Um, I th- isn't really the point. I mean, I personally am of the belief that everyone just does stuff that's bad and like. Well, you've read Heart of Darkness, yes. I have not read Heart of Darkness. Oh, it's basically that. Yeah. I mean, I I do believe that like. I don't believe that people are like inherently evil, but mm-hmm. I don't think that they're inherently good either. Yeah. You know, I think that there's like a yin yang sort of thing where there's there's a light to every darkness and And a dark to every light. Yeah. And to see that like someone is always light makes me think like, well there's they're hiding a big dark. They're yes, exactly. It's not Got just it. that they're hiding a darkness, like they're hiding something that's so bad they have to like put up like kind of a fake curtain. A joke that we make around uh, the university a lot is like, oh look at that man with the giant lifted truck and huge wheels. Yep. No compensation whatsoever. Yep. It's like an in, that's like an inherent ingrained thing in society. Of your, uh, what, what you're expressing is the like immediate distrust of someone who uh, approaches you and is altruistic. You're cynical. Yes, I'm incredibly cynical. Got it. Got it. So yeah, no. So when it comes to Talk these toxic players that you're on about. Mm-hmm. Someone who um, just talks hot garbage and then can still produce in the game. Those are the ones that you're going to gravitate towards. Honestly, it doesn't really matter. Uh, to me, it's more about how funny they are. Oh, like how humorous they are. Reaping content from the interaction. Yeah, pretty much. That's sort of how I see it. Got it. Is um is if this person is being incredibly toxic and they're hacking and they're funny about it. Yeah. I'm going to gravitate to that person more than someone who's just dryly, like 
trash talking and really good at the game. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. so my whole thing is like, like I experienced this hacker on TF2C the other day, who was really funny because he kept cha- number one, he kept changing his name. Um, mm. Number two, anytime someone would do a vote kick to like kick him out, he would leave and rejoin so it would reset. Uh. And it's like that's like sucks for the people trying to play it seriously. I'll, right. I'll admit, but it's like to me, I think that's really funny. Uh huh. So I I were tolerating him. I wasn't tolerating him. I was relishing uh. him. I thought it was. I was enjoying it. He was he was dinner and a show. Yes, pretty much. Got it. You know, even though I was on the receiving end of it, I was on the enemy team when it was happening. Mm-hmm. I still found enjoyment of, of like the chaos of it. Yeah, I think that's really funny. I've definitely been that mm-hmm. in some matches where, like for instance, I'm learning how to use this gun. This gun yeah. that is empirically, it's very expensive for a pistol and it doesn't fire very many shots. So in the event that I turn a corner and there's two people, mm-hmm. I can kill one of them and then I immediately die to the other dude because they both shoot me. Yeah. Right, so at that point, it's like I should just get a machine gun and deal with both of them. Yeah, or I should get a gun that a normal pistol and just deal with both of them properly yeah. instead of trying to do this like over the top cool mechanic. Mm-hmm. So like at some point, I am this scourge of the team because when I die, I then am stuck uh, in in the TF2 has a respawn. Yeah, Valorant doesn't have okay. a respawn mechanic. Every it's uh it's point based, and then every time you die. That you're dead until yeah. the next round opens up. Okay. Uh, and then it flip it switches attackers and defenders at, ha- at the halfway point, and you're trying to go first to 13th. Yeah. So with that, it's like, I'm dead. I now have to watch my entire team, and then I'm stuck in the chat. Mm-hmm. So if I'm stuck in the chat, or I'm stuck in the, vo- in the team voice chat of just talking to my teammates, if I'm causing a problem, it's like, well, I can either sit here and just listen to this, this person get upset at me, or I can play this fun little character who's a cowboy. Okay. And I feel like that's a, like we're kindred spirits at that point of of you allowing me into your team because I'm this cowboy wild west six shooter. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. But yeah, um yeah, I like toxic people more than not toxic people. Yeah. I think that um I don't know, I think that's uh cuz you're you're looking for entertainment value. Yeah, I'm looking that's for entertainment there. value. But okay. even even then it's also like in terms of my friend groups, mm-hmm. um almost everyone in my like kind of like close friend groups has like a very like clear negative trait. Yeah. And to me I see that negative trait as kind of like a boon, like kind of like the opposite of the karmic effect, like What's as up? a boon where it's like, okay, so they have this negative trait. Mm-hmm. They also have all these positive traits, but this big kind of major negative thing about them yeah. makes me know that they're human and they're not trying to spite me. Ah. You know, they're not trying to like like kind of gain the system yeah. and like gain me as like a piece. Mm-hmm. In their kind of psychopath puzzle, yeah, you know they're not because that's so a psychopath on your scale would be a perfect person. Yeah, no, like psychopaths are really good at hiding the fact that they're psychopaths. Right, they know like exactly what to do to get people like in their like on their side of the chessboard. Right, um, and to me, um, yeah, I I just I am of the belief that like if you're not showing your flaws on your sleeves, yeah, like. I, I just can't then you're trust not, you because you're not acting like a human. Yeah, and humans are inherently flawed. Mm-hmm. Got it. And it's like if your flaws are so bad that you need to like keep them hidden all the time. It's just that's a big. One. It's a bad one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, that's sort of my take on the whole toxicity in games. Interesting. As a way to show the human soul. Sort of, yeah. yeah. That's a very philosophical approach to uh, dealing with toxic players in-game. What happens when they just are annoying? What about that? Um, When it's not... it's no The joke has gone on too long, or it was never funny to begin with. You know, uh, like a dead meme, for instance, that you're not particularly fun about. Or if they sh- show up and are immediately into fanboy hooters, which listeners would know you don't I don't like that meme now um you know what I mean I mean I just avoid people like that who I just don't care for you know when you say avoid like you're in this match with them yeah so what what are we doing about avoiding just being in an area of the map they're not if they're if they're too too annoying I'll probably just leave Uh um but I have a like I I have a pretty good tolerance for this kind of stuff so I could if it's like annoying but not too annoying I could just block them out you know like like I just have a pretty good ability to just just keep, not listen yeah just to like just avoid yeah um but yeah that's sort of how i go about it and that's and, no go ahead i mean that's usually just yeah Here. like and would you agree that uh engaging is like the whole reason like we understand like we know that like you don't engage with a bully because they just want the verification and the attention yeah i would argue the exact same thing i online. i do not engage in like those kind of people normally because it's especially for someone who's like doing like hacking or something like that mm-hmm. like someone who's like trying to get a rise out of people yeah. I don't engage not because I don't want I do or don't want to like um what's it called uh put a stop to it yeah. I don't engage specifically because like it's like I'm watching like like you said, it's like a sh- like a dinner show. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't want to like get in the way of the performance in a way. Mm. You know, like the, this chaotic display of just pure malice yeah. permeates, and I think it's really funny. And so I don't usually engage that much. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, yeah, that's sort of my take on that. Okay, uh, I feel like you agree with the sentiment of. I lost my train of thought just then there. It's all gone. One sec. Reload. Reload the save. We were talking. We were talking about something. Ah, you would agree with the sentiment of, uh... I was told this by a babysitter. Okay. One who... Not my babysitter. I didn't have one. I was a wild child. Uh, someone who like sat babies is their job one yeah. of my friends in high school mm-hmm. and she was like here's the deal I figured it out you don't punish the bad reward the good you ignore the bad and pay attention to the good and it's twice as fast kids will respond to that yeah I'd say so you agree with that sentiment I would yeah I would sort of say that's the that's the case um and I mean like, I, I that, that's what I think would be good I'm not like mm-hmm. I don't know enough because I personally don't like interact with kids yeah well uh, here's the deal I like to think that a lot of toxicity comes out of like immaturity yeah just because you have this person who's hopping online and like demanding attention from randos because mm-hmm. they are right yeah like to be completely honest you're being like you're be- you're trash talking a complete stranger while you're both trying to enjoy a game that yeah you're both voluntarily like assigned to each other yeah like, they didn't choose to play with you. You're randos in a lobby. So okay, yeah. you're voluntarily assigned 
to each other. You're both like playing in this bit. Oh, hello. Lances through the window. We have a big glass pane that separates product the production room from the uh, the booth. Yeah. And it's behind the camera, so you'll never be able to see it, audience. But just know that there's a piece of wi of glass and then another door behind it, where people sometimes go and talk. Yes. What we're we talking about again? <laughs> I mean, we're still on the whole attention. I understand, thing. like yeah. the exact point, though. Yeah. Attention. Um, That's right. They they come in here I immaturity. Yeah. They show up into these lobbies randomly, and they demand attention from you, or they demand something from them. I don't necessarily agree all the time, and that's because one of my one of my best friends is incredibly toxic. Oh yeah. And so what he does is, um, if someone is annoying him, like most of the time he's toxic because he doesn't want to engage in people. From what I've seen, like okay. he'll like hear someone say something he think is weird or annoying. And his response is to yell at them to shut up, oh. you know, or like scream into the mic or blow into it. I have to blow into the mic when I want to exert my toxins because I live near people. Right. But um, he would scream into the mic and tell them like, "Shut up! I don't care." Ah, like right. you know, angry. But he yes. engages. He engages because he specifically doesn't want to engage with these people. Mm. Is the thing. So it's almost exactly opposite with him. Okay. From what I've seen, is that. And does he get good results, or does? He oh no, he up? absolutely doesn't. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps like figuring out where where this toxicity comes from can help us help your friend not have to deal with toxic people. Well, I don't think it's yeah. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a matter of him wanting to engage or not wanting to engage. I think it's more so a matter of he just thinks it's funny to yell at people. Oh, okay. You know. So he is finding a level of enjoyment out of it. I would say so. Yeah, he All is right. definitely the guy. Like I've known him for like what three years, and he's the kind of guy who revels and enjoys his anger. Okay. You know, so... There you go. Like, he's, he honestly looks for some, like... It's like he looks for a real minor inconvenience, yeah. amplifies it in his mind, and blows up at it. Uh -huh. And to him, that's, like... That's how he has fun. Got it. You know? So, yeah. Um, I don't necessarily agree that it's entirely, like, an engagement thing. Mm -hmm. Like, they want the engagement. Um, maybe on a subconscious level, that's the case. Yeah. But from what I've seen like, of how he... The pays, conscious choices... Is yeah. what I'm looking for. Like, when does somebody decide, hey, I'm really just going to, like, dig into this person uh, and not tell them, like, strategic advice about a game, but just straight up be like, hey, man, uh, throw your computer out the window. Yeah, in most cases like that, I would say it's mainly someone looking for a punching bag. Yeah. You know, and it's like, um, it is like a, if you ignore them, they'll probably go away sort of situation. Mm -hmm. But, um... I think that's, like, a tertiary, like, need for them. I think, ultimately, they play... Like, a lot of the people who are really toxic at games like that play, the play like, games for the express purpose of being better than someone else. Oh, yeah. So, I think that they plays a role. They do show up in a lot of competitive places. I know the Smash scene has a lot of those, too. Oh, man, don't get me started. This is going on the Smash scene right now. I, oh, not right now, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a whole yeah. other box of frogs we can uh, digest. It's I like hopped into my Discord two mm -hmm. what two days ago was when yeah. it all blew open. It was over the weekend, right? Yeah, it's totally over the weekend. Yeah, so I'm in the Discord. Just a, a guy, uh, one of my mutuals from Florida, hops in. Who's who was huge into uh, P Plus Project. Yeah, Smash time yeah. and stuff. And he just starts dropping fact, 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 fact. Screenshot with screenshot mm -hmm. texts over text over recaptured text. And I'm like, man, I haven't had lunch like give me a second yeah here. <laughs> yeah nah i um i revel in that kind of drama personally right you know i i personally like 
it's one of those things where I can acknowledge that it's a bad thing while also like taking pleasure in the chaos. It's it's your version of tea, yeah? Yeah. It's your version of like drama television. Pretty much. It's, it's, it's relevant to your life. So yeah. you can you can kind of get an insight in where people are coming from. You know all the players of the game. I know, yeah, and, and I, you can just watch them and interact I can, like, and react. And I can like paint someone as like. And this actually wraps back to my whole point of Go like ahead. people who are like almost inherently toxic. The big kind of figurehead in this drama, which was Sky Williams, mm-hmm. it was one of those guys who was like super positive all the time yeah. and like was like, oh, you can't be negative online. Do you want to get into the Smash stuff for reference? Uh, yeah, sure, for reference, for reference. Like, low-level base stuff. Yeah. Bunch of, of, like, Smash pros and Smash regulars had a lot of uh, pedophile charges pulled out from them on social Mm -hmm. media, and a lot of people, like, just sort of dropped receipts of messages that they had had been sent or requests that were sent to them. Yes. A lot of underage girls had come out like as a group and we're just like hey we kind of all realized these choice people are doing this and they're a part of your community y'all want to do something about this yeah and uh the current drama is still being ensued over and like the bombshells are still being dropped but mm-hmm. it, it, it opened up over the weekend yes and the, and the big sky re- williams the big reason why sky williams is relevant in this is because he had like a house like mm-hmm. a huge house that like he let people in the Smash community live in, yeah. and um, he's been kind of... I, I don't know if he's been... I don't know the full details. I don't know if he's been supplying them with underage kids or he's been complicit with it. Everyone has been, like, collectively referring to him as the Jeffrey Epstein of the Smash community. Right. He's either he's either catering this behavior or he's grooming these girls to be an accessory to yes. his whole and estate. Not just that, but he's also, like, from a lot of the receipts that have been shown... He's mm-hmm. been seen as a very much a, like a megalomaniac. Like, yeah. like, like I, I need this money. If you don't give me this money on my desk by tomorrow, I am going to break your things. Right. And you know? that leads back to what you're talking about of, we didn't know any of this, and it's considered a large blow against the community, yeah. except for the cynical ones who were kind of like in Jake's shoes mm-hmm. of like, something was going on. Yeah. It's, Just, I didn't expect this one, but something was going on. Yeah. Because the entirety of his social media, his messages were very reserved and very much a full front of nah man let's just we're just here to have fun yeah like it's like it's just pure like no negativity positivity right. all the time you can't do that like mm-hmm. in my opinion like like that is a like a huge red flag for me of yeah. like these this person has something big to hide mm-hmm. and it came out with him it came out with another guy um like I don't want to drop names just because it's all been mixed of who's good I know and who's this bad is this right is something now. that happened a long time ago like a couple years ago before like I think uh, maybe before or during like when I first started on Twitter there's this guy um you might know him because uh, you know that like meme of like the kind of the fat guy with the shirt off and it's like his room appeared in every images yeah. Um, his name was Space Gecko, aka Lucas. Uh, the Lucas Room meme. You familiar with that? I think so. Did you know Sonic Chew? No, it's not Sonic Chew. That's right, that's uh, Chris Chan. That's an entire. Right. That is like five shows worth of discussion. Oh, We're not unpacking Chris Chan right There's now. There's a whole podcast that's actually just about him. Yeah. No, it's amazing. We, we can't do it. Yeah. It's not like five. Like five. Uh, five shows for us would still be like barely scratching the surface Jeez. of that rabbit hole but Anyways. um the point is is this was a guy who's like kind of prominent on anime twitter okay. as like this um i wasn't like big when he was active but he was seen as a sort of like a weird 
like he was sort of seen as like an eclectic billionaire without like the money you know like he would do oh. like a lot of weird things and he was always kind of like really positive very eccentric. yeah he was very eccentric like he would like say like I'm gonna walk my cat today or like okay. just, like just kind of weird like edge of the line like not personality like, not yeah not like offensive but just kind of like ah it's kind of weird that you're doing like you're doing that you have so many fish bowls in your front yard yeah it's sort of like that what's, kind of uh, stuff what's going on Uncle John yeah no it's like the whole thing with him was um uh, he ca- like it came out that he's been like grooming a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where everyone liked this guy. He was, like, a, such a positive, like, he was, like, friends with everyone sort of thing. Right. Well, again, and, that, yeah. that's part of their thing, right? Yeah, and, like, it's... Creating a network. That's That's been sort of, like, a big blow to, like, a lot of people who were like, hey, maybe this guy is all right. And then, like, this one, like, kind of guy who is always positive all the time turns out to be, like, a predator. Yeah. And it's like... We can't like you can't trust anyone anymore. Yeah. You know that's just that's just how I've seen it. Is like, I mean, so instead of just trusting those who are like blanket good on the full front, you instead take that front of like meeting strangers on the internet, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I I see his evil. Yes. Like I so I can place his problems. If I can place his problems, I know that he's not getting this far. Yeah. Because he's a broken person. Like look at him. Yeah. Like. Which is very judgmental, to be completely, like, honest and fair. Yeah, no, it is. But, like, I feel like they're, like, judgment exists for a good reason. We've evolved to judge mm-hmm. people for a very, like, genuinely logical reason, you know. I'd be slow on that one, Chief. That's be, a dangerous conversation. Yeah, but, like, well, I mean, you've judged people before, have you? Never actually. Never uh, actually. I have even no like prejudice. Okay, even like I care little. even like if it was this dude no, they're shaved all, head, swastika on the neck, they're all you wouldn't judge me. them. They're all below me, I'll kill any of them. I'm that, kidding. That's <laughs> fine. But like <laughs> instead of judging one singular, I've judged humanity and it's below me. That's fair. I I'm, don't beat dogs. Reg- that's regardless, just, that's no. Just my character. Um, mom, please don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah. No, my uh my point is, is there's um, a lot of, I don't know, I'm of the belief that I think that you should, on a, at least like minute level, judge yeah. someone based on patterns you've seen. Mm-hmm. This is like just one of those based kind of... Based on their actions. Yeah, well, based on their actions, obviously, but like take those actions and put those against like this like card of other actions that I've like collectively kind of accepted. You From know? other people or are there just other examples? Um, just, I mean... I'm just trying to like figure out what you're what you're getting at here. So like example is that I see a lot of like like I see like the like Lucas yeah. and like recently with Sky Williams is mm-hmm. all these people who are really positive and then info comes out that like these really positive people have a really dark underbelly. I take yeah. that connect it with the fact that well someone like I'm friends with a lot of toxic people. Why yeah. is that? Because I know how bad they are on yeah. a like a a deep level. Yes. I know how broken they are on like a very like a subconscious level mm-hmm. and I see you that you understand them. Yes. And so you know the like the gamut of what they're going to do good or bad. Yes. Versus someone who is like pure front, you yeah. have no way of judging where they're going to go. Yeah. And because it's proven more times than not, they're going down. Yes. That's the reason they put up this big wall. Yes. Is because they're they're digging they're making mm-hmm. something on the other side of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's a big thing with me. 
um, is I've just. I mean, yeah. you are the people you hang around with. Yeah. You know, that's that's kind of a, a level of like complacency. Like, if any of my friends were doing something bad, first thing I'm gonna do is uh, drive out of town because they don't live next to me whatsoever. Second thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna park at their place and go through their window. Yeah. Like me through their window, I'm coming. Yeah. Like you can't you can't allow your friends to get away with stuff. You gotta know exactly where they're where they're moving. Yeah. And I'm not saying like baby your friends, but like if you see your friend doing something they, they shouldn't be doing, either stop hanging out with them or stop them. Yeah. Right. Um. Like, I would say to a degree, yes. Uh, I think it depends on how bad it is because I'm, I'm oh, of course. like the thing is with me is I'm vi- with me and my friends. I'm very laissez-faire in that I'm not gonna stop. Like if they do something exuberantly bad, like yeah. unjustifiably bad, I'll cut so, ties like, with them. They eat a human. Yeah, like that. I would probably yeah. like. It's one of those things to where I would probably stop hanging out with them in the moment mm-hmm. if it was like I became friends with someone, found out they were a cannibal, like f- 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 five. Maybe six years ago. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. I don't know when I came. Oh? Like it's one of those. So I think there's room for redemption. Want to come over for a cookout? I think there's room for redemption. <laughs> you know, like I think that like having someone like doing some. I think there's some things that are just like mm-hmm. kind of unforgivable in general. Like yeah. there's stuff that like, like the unnatural crimes. Yeah, I think there are. Because, like, I think that, like, I think there is, like, room for redemption for even, like, someone who, like, killed someone. Because I don't know the detail. Like, a, like, a serial killer, don't know if there's much room for redemption there. Because it's an active choice every it's time. It's an active choice every time. They're actively hiding it. Yeah. And, yeah. You're talking, like... Like, like a guy who killed, like, a guy who killed someone for, like, raping his wife. Right. Like, that's something that's, like... In, even in, like, a case like that, that's, mm-hmm. like... I could be friends with someone like that because that is, like, very much, like... A paladin. A justifiable, Not like... Paladin, what would be like an anti-hero. I would say the that... Punisher would take yeah, some sort of cause I would. Like I would say that's, like, a justifiable crime of passion. Mm-hmm. You know, and in some cases, that's not a crime of passion. Um, some, I think, there's some states where it's like you're legally allowed to defend the people you love in a case like that. Nice. But I don't know the full extent of it. Good. Um, my whole thing, though, is that I, I, I play a kind of a laissez-faire. Like, if someone's doing something I think is bad, yeah, but it's not like so bad. I'll stop being friends with them. I'll let them know. I'm not going to stop being friends with them. Yeah. But like anytime, like they would ask me advice on it, I would give them my advice and I would let them go along with it. And if they chose yeah. not to, because I have I have friends who do bad stuff all the time just because they're mm-hmm. human and they do stupid well, stuff. I have, I have cool friends too, Jake. Yeah, one of them wears a leather jacket. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, he, my, does, he does crimes. My friend, uh, crimes my friend, are cool. My friend has a Chinese opium pipe. He. Got you there. It's not, it's not supposed to be whatever. Go ahead. You're the one making it a competition, buddy. Regardless, <laughs> the joke is I'm insecure. The joke is I'm insecure. I'm taking it away from you because I'm a thief. Oh. Hey, continue, Jake. Okay. Um, the point is, your friends who do bad things. Yeah, but like it's like I'm not just gonna like drop them wholesale because well, they that's do. not fair. If you didn't explain to them in the in the point of like, hey, don't do that. Right. Well, like, no, I'll tell them, like, hey, what you're doing is a bad idea. You shouldn't do that. Mm. I think it's their responsibility to not do that. That's pretty fair, you to know, be honest. Where it's like, I like, I like, I said, I will give them advice, mm-hmm. but they're not living my life. 
Yeah. You know, so, like, if they do something kind of bad, something that I think is, like, dumb or, yeah. like, maybe a little bit morally bankrupt, right. as long as it's not too bad, I'm not going to not hey, be friends with them. you shouldn't have cheated on that test, Johnny. Bad yeah, exactly. Like, 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 hey, maybe, like, maybe, like, you shouldn't cheat on that test. Because I think that, like, ultimately doing bad things will result in bad consequences. You and I think do that think they... think that karma, like, comes into effect I at do a be- certain point. I do believe there is, like, a level of kind of, like, karmic nature with how humans think about stuff where mm-hmm. like you put bad things into the world bad things will come back at you right um i don't know if it's necessarily a spiritual thing i think it's something that's kind of ingrained in how well, like it's, it's probably a lot more like cause and effect yeah right? of like i i mean I, it's like i a, stole this this thing yeah and i continue to steal this thing well now i've been caught because they figured out someone's been stealing this one thing and yeah it's been me yeah ah, that was thing. that's a simple i that's a simple concept yeah. but Repeat evil will be yeah. an evil response eventually. Yeah, and so I, I'm of the Just belief. Statistics. Yeah, I'm of the belief that like my friends are my friends because I can I like their positive traits and I can tolerate their negative traits. Mm-hmm. And if those negative traits result in negative actions, I feel yeah. like their punishment should be whatever the universe has for them. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's not my responsibility. You're not to the jury executioner. No, I'm not judge I, jury and executioner. I'm their friend. You know, like yeah, that's fair. That's that's my sort of state of mind. Is I don't like, I don't like to like manage my friends like mm-hmm. a business. So when we're fived up in that lobby for mm-hmm. TF2 Classic, we can expect ourselves some of the boys will be boys uh, yeah. shenanigans. Yeah, no, and I but that'll also be mixed in with the like genuine good conversation of companionship, right? I mean, like yeah, like I mean, me with him, yeah, but maybe not with the other people. You know, like I mean. It's one of those things to where I can tell an abusive relationship, like, from a mile away. So, like, I am pretty good at avoiding people who I would perceive as abusive. Right. Um, But, and, like, I... I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed any traits like that in my friends so far. Right. Um, The only ones. And because you actively avoid it. Yeah. There's that level of like it shouldn't. Like you're, you've already mm-hmm. checked your friends, they should be good. Yes, and you trust your judgment. Yeah. So it's only going to be the new ones. Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. But. Yeah. Like so, it's 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 entirely a matter of if they do something that's crummy, mm-hmm. I'll let them know. I'll be like, hey, that's that wasn't a cool thing to do. Right. But if they still want to do it after I told them not to, like, well, like that's their you're imperative. Not, you're not their dad. Yeah, I'm not their dad. I'm their friend. If their mm-hmm. dad wants to punish them for that, that's. I mean, yeah. most of them are adults. You right. know, like, the youngest one is not, like, I think 19. I still do, like, keep coming back to this idea of stuff recent, and that's probably just because I've, like, started adding more cardio. Yeah. Like, boxers cardio into my work, so I'm looking at all these, pot, like, boxers workouts. Yeah. I do think people should be allowed to fight each other in some capacity. No, I do, too. I'm, I'm with you on I that. Every person I've talked to, except for a few, have been like, yeah, it would be good if people... It would be good for the people who need that fight... To get it over with. I, I've, I've only gotten into like a handful of fights in my life. I think that trying to hide humans' violent nature is only going to result in it bottling up, which that usually results in war. And I'm very anti-war, mm-hmm. so I think a lot of um, I think a lot of like built-up tension yeah. would be solved through like. Um, I think that's why we have such violent video games. If you want to get into oh, that, absolutely. that conversation, absolutely. Mixed, absolutely. No, well. I, I think you're absolutely uh, right. What too. is it? Catharsis. Yeah. Perhaps that is another another like perspective on these toxic players in I, games. I think the issue is a lot of these like a lot of the people who are trying to push for like banning violent video games or like making sure fights don't happen in the streets. You know, mm-hmm. like 
Well, like assault. Is yeah, one no, thing. assault's one thing, but two consenting adults agreeing to box in public yeah. shouldn't be an issue, mm-hmm. you know. In my opinion, at I least. I guess the only release that they have at that point is fighting each other in an agreed tournament. Yeah, which is like, uh, like either a boxing gym where it's safe, which is like, or what, like an online game. Which is like, in the terms of like a tournament like that, why should like we go through all the paperwork and stuff? Why can't I just say mm-hmm. I want to fight you? I do too. Like maybe get like some police to like, like kind of need that ref, don't yeah. you? you need yeah, you kind of you kind of do. You need to make sure that it's like it's not a lethal fight. It you know, also, if, if you have yeah. two guys crab magaing each and other, it's ins- gonna result the, in. And the instant that someone has very obviously won, the winner might not know that they've won. Yeah, right. Because yeah. you're in the middle of a fight, right? Mm-hmm. Biggest Jewies. <laughs> yeah, um, I do think there's. That was a genuine sneeze. But yeah, no, I am with you. I do think that, um, like, like fighting in the streets, yeah. so long as it doesn't result in, like, a loss in well, tooth. So, should, like, it shouldn't have to be in the streets. Could You could go to, like, a place that is, like, holds fights. Yeah. You know, you, you each pay a ticket, you sign a waiver, you get a, you get a ref, I think that, I think that I personally am of, you both accountable. I'm personally of the belief that trying it Sounds to, a lot like a video game, to be completely honest. Yeah, I mean, very it's a video, video game, game, but, like, very, like... It's like it's like Fight Club without the VR weird VR like anarchist yeah. uh, destabilization plot. Yeah, I and think the I, human soap. I think it's a, it's, it's a good weird movie. Well, it's like it's very similar to like how like married men like who are very unhappy will like have an affair and then come back and be like really energetic, like energetic and like love their wife more and like mm-hmm. care for their kids better. Um, because they had that affair, which I'm not justifying affairs. I'm I've just never heard this example before. But keep going. It, well, it's like it's one like it's like kind of like a tell that a lot of married people have, where it's like, oh, well, the husband is like kind of a little bit more caring than they normally have. You know, maybe there's something that's giving them a bit of energy that they shouldn't be getting. I you know, see what you're I feel about. like like I, I'm not justifying say like affairs no, because finish like, your example. My whole point is I am of the belief. That I think that trying to bottle up our urges entirely is very unhealthy. Yeah. You know, and I think that like there are some urges that just shouldn't be like like Active partaked on. in. Yeah, like yeah. the urge Milk to before cereal. Yeah, the urge to murder. Right. You know, that's like that should so- not be wearing socks and sandals in public. I suppose so. Yeah. Um, I don't do that myself. So I'm, I'm checking you right now, Jake. I got these. No flops. socks on those flip flops. Yeah, good. Yeah, no. But um, my point is, is that I think that um, I, th- I mean, I'm very like I'm very laissez-faire with everything. Really, I'm just of the belief that like you really can't be telling people what they are and are not able to do. Mm. Um, so. I just, like, almost every sort of, like, kind of, if you want to, like, even get political, almost every political position I have is based on the government not telling its people what they should be allowed to do. Yeah. You know? You've said it a few times, lazy fair. Yeah. I'm very laissez-faire. I think that, like, I think think, think think laws exist to protect the people, and I think that the people don't need protecting from themselves, so to say. You know, like... You should be allowed to pick your poison. Yeah, like, I think that, like... I think that Texas should legalize casinos. You know, oh, I'd be in. I'd mm, the roulette table. I know, what right? Cruel, what a cruel mistress. I know. No, um, like I'm very, like I'm very in favor of like legalizing casinos, like allowing that vice to come into fruition. Yeah. Um, I think good, I think that good tax revenue. I've been told. Yeah, I think that of like vices, so long as it's not like like 
murder or like if it's so a self destructive vice. Yeah, is I'm fine. I'm fine with self destructive. It's when vices. it becomes predatory. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Like, like um, rape, murder, right? You know, human trafficking. Absolutely, human trafficking. That stuff. Ch- that child stuff, abuse. That stuff needs to be banned. But like banning drugs. Yeah, I well, think. I mean, the war on drugs is a big political the, one right now. Well, the war well. on drugs itself is a joke because it hasn't stopped drugs. It's just made it more dangerous to get them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like my whole stance on drugs is heroin is a very dangerous drug. You should never do it. But why make it more dangerous by in, inducing it into a black market where mm-hmm. the only way to defend your like your stock of said drug yeah. is through murder and through yeah. fear. Gun, you know, the gun game. Yeah, because like you look at the cartels. They kill a lot of people, and there's reason to do that because the cartel can't go to the cops and tell them, "Hey, like, right. if someone stole our smack, can you help us?" It's the un- it's the underground police helping to protect the underground market, which yeah. was made entirely underground because in the underground the above ground market doesn't want to deal with it. In li- yeah, no, like, um, and both are pursued by the above ground police. Like, like the uh, um, what's it called? Uh, I can't think of why am I forgetting the name. Sorry. Uh, uh, alcohol's ban, you know. Prohibition. Yeah, prohibition. Thank you. Crea- um, yeah, it created all the moonshiners of the West. Well, it created the gangsters. The gangsters. You know, it, it created like mobsters. And then it created Vegas. Yeah, and it's like, well, but what? we love Vegas. I mean, yeah, like there's obviously been good things that have come. Like NASCAR came from like moonshining, and people love Na- mm-hmm. well, people loved NASCAR. It's not that good right. anymore. But the point is, it the point is is that while that there were good things that came from prohibition. I would say the bad things vastly outweighed the good, and I think ultimately it becoming uh, legal again has caused us like just it, it's been much better for society. And alcohol is one of the most dangerous drugs on the planet in long term use. Like not even just in like yeah like I mean poison. It's, it's genuine. It's, poison. it's literally poison. I use it to clean my masks actually. Yeah, I use uh, isopropyl. Yeah, I mean and hot water. Yeah, like that's the thing is with alcohol. You are literally ingesting poison. Straight up. Like, to give you that funny feeling. That funny feeling is you being poisoned. You know, but like... Love it. Oh, can't get enough. Like oh, it's, wait. Like, it's one of the worst. It's like on the level of, like, cocaine and heroin. Yet mm-hmm. it's it's legal. Completely and that's because legal. it's that's because it's a cultural thing. You know, right. you're not seeing politicians call for banning alcohol right. because it didn't work. Well, guess what? Banning heroin doesn't work either. You know, mm-hmm. banning cocaine doesn't work either. It's got a Clorox. Oh, that's nice. We just got ourselves a big thing of Clorox again through the window, which you'll never see. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. Ultimately, my kind of take is that like banning stuff that hurts other, like banning stuff that hurts yourself, or banning stuff that isn't inherently harmful, like just via its ex- like I'm I'm pro gun, I'm pro two A, uh-huh. you know, and that. Com- very, very pro a lot of things. I'm very pro. I'm basically pro anything that doesn't directly cause harm to another person. That's very fair. You know, like, like I said, like murder, rape, assault. You know, battery, battery stuff like that. Stuff that like is causing like physical harm onto yeah. someone. Like I guess. That's, I mean, if you want to look at it, if you want to go just by the numbers, like if a robot took over yeah. and tried to protect humans, we've we've seen this from like Ultron comic books, mm-hmm. but. If a robot took over and tried to protect everyone, the first thing it would do is ban cars. The second thing it would do is ban uh, alcohol. Yeah. 
like um, those are two things that yeah, are American staples. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. But like cars, like cars themselves are much more dangerous than guns. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you're not seeing a ban for cars because our infrastructure is literally built it's around specifically cars. in Texas. It's, yeah, no, very much in Texas. It's huge. Yeah, you like, can't get hired if you don't have a car in some places. Yeah, pretty much. Because you, the first thing I got asked. Yeah, no, like you just you need to have one. You know, but reliable transportation. But it's your legs dangerous. Don't, your legs it's don't very. Count. It's even with a seatbelt. Even with yeah. our laws that make us wear the seatbelts, it's like dangerous. It's still incredibly because deadly. it's dangerous, it gets more expensive. Now we're talking yeah. insurance. Oh, this. Yes, Jake. We don't have time because this conversation spirals. Yes, and it really does spiral. This was a good episode, though. Very good discussion. Very good discussion. I like the points about toxicity. I like the points about like realizing that, like, hey, if you if, like check your friends. Yeah. Don't be afraid to check your friends. Don't be upset if your friends check you. Yeah. I mean, like... If you can't fight someone in the street, beat them online. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Easy. Um, Easy. Yeah. yeah. I'll catch you in... Uh, what is it? I don't play the Xbox. My buddy has the Xbox. What is the... All the Gulag memes? Oh, I know. Warzone. Yeah. I'll catch you in Warzone. Warzone. Yeah. There we go. There yeah. we go. It's a multi-plat, so multi-platform shooter. You can get, you can beat anyone. Unfortunately, that's people, who my roommate plays a lot of. Yeah, he's, for, uh, but he's not, not very good. Unfortunately, everyone is uninstalling it because it's too big. Yeah, it's too I, big of a game. I heard that recently. It's just gotten too large. So get a PC, hop over to Valorant, come beat me up. Hop over to TF2C. Yeah, go I'll, to TF2C. Jake will beat you up. I'll scream at you. I'll get really mad. And Jake and his friend will yell at you. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your episode of Cruising the Planet. If you enjoyed it, then go ahead and give us a like, give us a recommendation to your friends. Rate us five star on iTunes if you think we earned it. Please. We hope that you all have had a good day. You can find all of uh, our links and so- for socials and stuff in the description of this podcast, of this video, of this whatever. Uh, we throw this, this out to multiple, multiple platforms. And a uh, little announcement at the back end of this, we are opening up a new podcast on the network. It's going to be called Talton Radio Network Special Report. Every single interview that we've done for our very serious jobs of being the actual news. Yeah. You can talk. You can listen to ev- almost every one of those. It's. I'm working on my next project after this. That'll be coming out very shortly. You'll probably get some sort of update either on this feed or on our uh, our large generalist feed, and then that'll go to be its own thing. Jake, love to have you on the show this week. Absolutely. Hopefully, anytime. we're going to see you this week because we didn't last. Yeah. And then we can talk more about something. Something. Something good, hopefully. Always something good. Always Jake. something good, absolutely. You have yourself a good evening. You uh, you got buddies coming to town. You can go play games with them. Yeah, maybe not games, but uh, we might be, uh, might get dinner. All right. Yeah.